Welcome to the Review Crew. With Fran and Emma. What's up, reviewers? It's your co-host, Fran, toddler mom, millennial, mastabaka, co-host of this podcast. And it's Emma, the other co-host, person who is 10 weeks pregnant, double digits, baby, Mm -hmm. aspiring minimalist, and a New Yorker. Mm -hmm. Welcome to the podcast. I'm like, maybe I'm an aspiring New Yorker, having just visited. Yes. Wishful New Yorker. Tried yeah. to become a city girl for five days or however long we were there. City girl for a day, and you did great. <laughs> I did my best. I did my best. Um, I, yeah, I'm sad that I'm not with you anymore, although I am also really overjoyed to be in my own bed. Yeah, that's, that's nice to come home. Yeah, it was very cute. So this morning, Sylvia decided to wake me up um, really too early. I tried to, like, throw a banana at her, <laughs> tried to throw books at her, and she just insisted on, like, being read, too. And I'm just like, I'm trying to sleep here. <laughs> like, from, like, 6 until 7.30, we did that of me just trying to, like, give her – I, like, put a show on my phone – but then she just like she can't just sit and watch it. She's trying to touch the screen, so she keeps navigating away from it and then yelling mm-hmm. at me about it. <laughs> um, but anyways, after we did that for an hour and a half, I finally was just like, "Well, fuck it, I guess I'll just get up and make coffee now." And we went out, and she was just like, "Cause she has her little like pop up tent castle in her room, and we can mm-hmm. see it because the door is open." So as soon as I open the door, she goes, "My tent!" <laughs> runs into her room, and it's like my train because she has her train toys out. <laughs> And then she immediately, like, we went out into the living room and she turned on her little, because she has her little uh, electric keyboard, turned on her favorite preset song of, like, the little disco ode to joy, starts dancing, starts dancing with her Garfield toy of, like, she had such a good time while we were gone, but I think she was just, like, so happy to be home, too, with all of her stuff. Yeah. Um, It was really cute. That is so cute. Yeah, Dude, it like would have been a ten out, out of ten if it had like happened like significantly later in the morning. It was like a seven out of ten because I was exhausted. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. totally. Also, can I just say it was so much easier having you guys stay in my apartment than I thought it was going to be. Um, I'm so glad that that is the reveal on the podcast, and you're just like, if I just wanted to say, I'm so glad you're gone. <laughs> no, oh my god, <laughs> I literally was going into it like I'm not going to get any sleep for four nights. But, like, that was not the situation at all. No, I mean, I was honestly, I was also surprised by how smoothly that went. And of just, like, like Sylvia, I mean, I think basically by, like, her naps were just in the soft carrier as we kind of walked around the city. So they were pretty minimal, like, 30 to 45 minutes she would, she napped, like, any given day that we were there, which is, like, very short for her. Um, and then usually being up later because we're just like hanging out, not paying attention to the time, like totally off our schedules. So when she was out at night, she was like fucking out. Um, mm-hmm. And that was great. But yeah, but also just like she did immediately sort of just like become comfortable in your apartment. And it was like very easy to just kind of like be around. It was super nice. Dude, I loved learning her little like toddler games and so <laughs> just so fun. All right. What was rate her best toddler game? What are Dude, her, her toddler the, games? The one that was actually blowing my mind was on the last day before you guys left. Um, she, she had her bear, right? Her little pilot bear. Mm-hmm. And I was like pretending like, oh, like we could go to the park or whatever. And so I was like taking the bear and I was like, 
he's going down the slide. Wee! And then I'd be like, he's on the swing. And I'd like swing him back and forth. Mm-hmm. And then Sylvia would be like, slide. And I'd be like, yeah, no, he's going down the slide. And then she'd be like, swing. And I'd be like, okay, now he's on the swing. And she'd be like, slide. <laughs> and I tried to like hand it to her and be like, no, you do it. And she'd be like, mm-hmm. no, slide. <laughs> just like my arm was hurting from just doing it over and over and I was like this is a crazy game yeah dude she's very demanding and very specific about who does what these days and it's I mean it's always been a thing of us like I'm there's so many times I'm trying to get her interested in like playing with a toy to like just like for her to also participate in the game so yeah just be doing a performance for her and also like so that she'll like go play and maybe like oh there's also maybe a thing you could go play in the room while I'm like also doing something else and I, like even I'm right next to you where I'm like cleaning something up and it's just like no I want to watch mom play this <laughs> toy I want to like I don't want to do this like what is that about it's like me watching other kids play video games as a child like I don't want to play I want to watch you play this thing I also loved her game where She's, like, really good at snoring, like, doing a fake <laughs> snore, which is very impressive. Mm-hmm. But I feel like the game started where we were pretending to sleep. She did a fake snore. And then I was, like, genuinely laughing because it was such a good fake snore. Mm-hmm. But then she mm-hmm. just wanted to do that over again. So she'd be like, okay, again. And then she would, like, snore. And then I would, like, laugh. Mm-hmm. And it would just continue on. Snore, <laughs> laugh, snore, laugh. <laughs> uh, it's like, how long can this game go on? Too long. It was honestly. great. Too long. Toddler games are infinite. Are infinite games, unfortunately. Yeah. I mean, for better or for worse. Like sometimes that's useful because I'm like, I need to distract this baby for half an hour, and then I'm like, oh, I only need to come up with one thing, <laughs> basically, and then the willingness to do it over and over again. Um, yeah. yeah, she is a really good at snoring. I credit that to the fact that Steven snores, um, and she does uh, imitate it sometimes. Sometimes pointing at him, dude, imitation. <laughs> Adrian was very impressed impressed at the insulation in our um, bedroom because when he got up for work yesterday mm-hmm. and went out, you know, into the kitchen or whatever, he reported to me that it is absolutely amazing that we never heard Stephen snore because he was snoring hella loud. Apparently, <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah, uh, that's really she, funny. He was he was like, "How did friend Sylvia like sleep through that?" You know, I actually okay. So when Adrian got up that day for work. I did. I heard him. I heard him get up and woke up a little bit. Steven was not snoring like that through the night. He like, because Steven basically, if Steven ends up lying on his back, he like almost 100% of the time will snore. He just needs to roll to his side. So I'm constantly punching Steven, just being like, fucking roll over. (laughs) Um, Dude, and I feel like I remember him snoring from like our Ireland trip. Or yeah, from yeah. staying at your house. Yeah. No, definitely. Definitely. He's a he's a snorer when he's lying on his back, which happens sometimes. But he had not been snoring throughout the night. He like had he started snoring while Adrian was up, I think. Okay, okay. Yeah, because I was sort of like going in and out of sleep at that point. Um Sylvia does just sleep through that shit though. It's kind of an amazing thing. And like they talk about this of just like with like even when you're pregnant, that basically like your baby because your baby can hear as it like like the fetus develops um and like hear the sounds around you so actually like if you're like it's better to not try and maintain silence or like keep your dog from barking when you have when you're pregnant when you have a newborn like it's better to not like try and dampen the sounds because they'll actually just get used to it and be more likely to sleep through it later so i feel like sylvia's just been conditioned since the womb to steven snoring so it just like doesn't even wake her up wakes me up but she's good she's chills. 
dude <laughs> i also saw this great bit on tiktok today which all i've been doing is watching tiktok mm-hmm. um it has to do with snoring though but i don't remember the person's name so it's like can i just like repeat this comedian's joke <laughs> but I, I give you permission okay <laughs> but she had this thing she was like i only look for three things in a man the first is big penis and i'm like all right <laughs> the second is <laughs> he can't snore <laughs> and the third is all of his family needs to be dead <laughs> I love those people. Oh, that yeah. is really solid that's solid. <laughs> Okay, yeah, so 10 out- Okay, also, in just in general, I want to rate your apartment, which is just extremely cute. Extremely cute, 10 out of 10. I felt like I was in a little, like... Like, I'm like, oh, this is, like, somewhere I would rent for, like, an Airbnb. This is, like, a hotel room. This is a spa. Yeah. Like, it's, like, because you're so, you're so coordinated. Like, you have such a specific design aesthetic that you're going for. <laughs> do I? Um, I feel like you do. I mean, it might also that. just be, like, your aesthetic is a lot more, like... I mean, given that you're an aspiring minimalist and I am a full-on maximalist, like, it's very different styles. Yeah. Um, and so I'm just like, oh, it's just like, look at how all these things are like, like, your way of matching things is not like, well, I'll just have a different, I'll have five different crazy patterns. And then that kind <laughs> of actually coordinates because it's sort of all a crazy pattern. <laughs> like, <laughs> the vibe is crazy. Yours is like, everything is like a pastel in this room. Um like grays and beiges and stuff um that was very cool and also just like absolutely spotless like such a clean such a clean apartment and that is thanks to my husband who i love amazing i know i was like this is incredible and i wish i wish that either steven or i we're a little more into cleaning <laughs> or caring but like I feel like it's such a blessing and a curse to be a really clean person like Adrian is and I know other people like this because it is just like you then kind of can like neurotically clean or feel like you have to clean all the time which can be mm-hmm. stressful but I'm also like but I do prefer when it's clean I just don't because I'm not that motivated and then neither Steven nor I are and we just live in filth and it's disgusting no i'm sure it's great i'm oh, dude i need to see your house i need to see your house i know i know now you have to come visit and i have to come visit when you visit i want you to come just be here for a month that's my fantasy but i know I don't think that and will ever happen but now i really want to go to the nude hot springs too so yeah I have like another reason to come mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah dude you gotta you gotta you'll have to bring the babe take a break yeah. from the babe go to the hot springs Fuck, dude, I'm so excited to be 10 weeks, and I'm, like, was also still just this morning going ahead and Googling, like, miscarriage rates, 10 weeks, what I, symptoms, what symptoms would I know? Mm -hmm, I was mm -hmm. going, getting a little, not, like, I'm not stressed about it, but it's just, like, it's still on my mind. Yeah, no, it's just, like, that sort of background white noise anxiety that occasionally, like, sends the alarm for no reason. Yeah, I have this fear that, like... Like, since I'm on all these medicines for the IVF still, I'm like, what if that's masking anything? You know what I mean? But I don't know. I don't know. how. I don't think that that would happen. But yeah. That seems like that's pretty unlikely. Yeah. Agreed. Um, yeah. I don't know. Um, but it is exciting but- that the baby is the size of a prune today. A prune? Oh. A prune. <laughs> 
prune. You have to eat prunes in celebration. Also, because that's so <laughs> important to do when you're pregnant to be eating prunes. I should be eating prunes, Dan. You know what I'm noticing right now is that I don't feel that tired, but I do feel kind of dizzy, which I think is for being mm. extremely dehydrated and extremely tired. Yeah. That Just sort of noticing good. this right now as I like lie down. <laughs> Dude, definitely stay lying down. Yeah, I think I'll probably chug a water after this and take a shower and then crawl into bed and nap because Steven is taking Sylvia on a long walk. So hopefully I will have time to do all of those things before they get home. We'll see. That's awesome. Yes, if we're lucky. If we're lucky. Dude, again, okay, so I know you're on you're on summer break right now, which is part of the yeah. reason why we chose this time to visit you. Steven's also on summer break and just like 10 out of 10 to being able to nap because Steven is home all the time. So yeah. important. 10 out of 10 to getting to visit you because you're on vacation. I'm just like, how do we talk about our time in New York City? Because like, do we do we review everything that we did? How do we discuss? Do I know. We move we backwards like no in su- time. Yeah, we have no surprise stories for each other because we just both experienced the same thing. Okay, well, actually, um, I do have one surprise story, which is Ooh. take take, take my hand. Take my hand. Okay, I'm taking it. You take my hand. We climb into a rocket ship, ship and we absolutely blast off into space. And there's just flying colors flying against us. And occasionally, you get shots of us in our space helmets just sort of making a crazy face. And we're just shooting into space. And we end up on Jupiter in the spaceship pop culture palace <laughs> because... On my flight back, I watched 2001 A Space Odyssey on the tiny airplane screen. Oh, nice. Wait, what is that? I don't know if I've seen that. It's Stanley Kubrick. It is extremely famous, like pre-Star Wars, early, like, sci-fi, incredible, like, visual special effects that, um... Okay. It's It's a lot of, like... Where, like, a nuclear bomb is, like, gonna blow up everything. No, there's, like... Yeah, like the opening shot is like have you ever seen in like any of like because I feel like you've watched different documentaries on film and stuff of like here are like gorillas and then they're like there's an obelisk and then they're like throwing a bone and it's like them using like a tool and there's like the big like like it's like the beginning of man and then there's Hal the AI on the on the on the spaceship later that's like also the big thing Hal no Okay, I've never I've never seen this and maybe I should watch it. Is it good? Um my first thought is that you would hate this movie. <laughs> um have you seen Solaris, a Tarkovsky no. movie? Okay, that's another it reminded me of that because they're both like old, very cool special effects. And I would say like special cool special effects. Okay, I mean, I was watching this on an airplane screen. So let's first of all say that. This is definitely a movie not meant to be watched on a tiny screen. It's meant to be watched yeah. on a very large screen. But the special effects looked really good to me. They hold up super well. They're super well done. And, like, I feel like a big chunk of the movie is, like, just him being, like, I'm going to really show you these extremely long, slow shots of space and things moving in space and things happening. So it's, like, it's like a fucking, like, almost three-hour movie. It's, like, a two-and-a-half, two-hour, 45-minute movie or something like that. Um, so super long movie, super slow plot, a little unclear. I thought there was going to be like, I, so basically I tried to watch this before in college and I just fell asleep through almost the entirety. Like I woke up at different points and I'm just like, what's happening? And I like went back to sleep, um, which happens to me a lot. And for some reason on this flight, I was like, you know, I'll put this on and I bet you all just fall asleep right away. 
And instead, I just fucking stayed wide ass awake and watched this whole thing <laughs> um, on my five hour flight. Nice. Um, I would I'm rate interested. it. Yeah, I mean, it's extremely famous. Like, I feel like because like that's the thing famous. is, I feel like you wouldn't like it, but I also know that you like to watch like. I feel like you enjoy a Criterion film. You enjoy like something that is important to film history. Like that's yeah. something you can kind of get into. Yeah. Um, but it's a it's a real it's a real slow movie. It's a real slow movie. Um, so what do you rate it? I rate it. Probably it's it was really interesting, and I want to like read more about how people are interpreting it. It was very cool to see. Clearly, very impactful in its imagery. Um, very cool special effects for the time. I want to say it's like a seven or eight out of ten. It would probably be an eight or a nine if I had watched it on something that wasn't a tiny, tiny screen. Yeah, airplane always lowers the quality, you know. Yeah, and Sylvia sure. also absolutely conked out watching Dora. Um, well, so this cute. Is the, okay, actually, okay. So we, our flight was for nine fifty-five p.m. That's way past Sylvie's bedtime. Sylvie's been going to bed at, like, 9. And that's late for her. But, like, you know, vacation time, whatever. She's been going to bed at, like, 9-ish. So we're like, okay, flight's for 9.55. She's going to, like, fall asleep, like, right after takeoff. She's probably mm-hmm. going to freak out during takeoff, fall asleep. Um, first of all, our flight is delayed. So we don't actually get to board until, like, 10.15. Um, just because there's, like, ter- a terrestrial traffic jam is how they phrased it to mm-hmm. us. <laughs> Um, Sylvia is wide awake the entire time we're waiting. She is like running around. She's crashing into other people. She at some point, Stephen went up to go to the bathroom and he was sitting next to another man who looked absolutely nothing like him. But Sylvia clearly didn't notice that Stephen had left. And so she had been kind of like spinning in circles and then just (laughs) ran head first and grabbed random man's leg who like was in the seat over from Stephen. (laughs) Stephen's seat was now empty. Absolutely shocked that this was not Stephen when she looked up realized she was grabbing another man's leg <laughs> um, that was hella funny and she almost did that again uh, a couple other times so she was just spinning out like a little looney tune but I'm like whatever she's gonna sleep on the plane this is really late for her but she's not like crying or anything she we put her in the pack as we get onto the plane as we board she sort of accepts this she doesn't try and escape so I'm like okay she is very tired we get on the plane she's immediately like show me dora this was mm-hmm. the magic this was the magic ticket on our plane right there which is basically she watched like three straight hours of dora the explorer <laughs> and was i've never seen her more interested in anything in her fucking <laughs> life like she just sat there watching dora just like we had bought her little baby headphones and just absolutely like covering her mouth in concern and fear <laughs> when swiper would show up <laughs> um, just like absolutely loving dora it was incredible um so she's immediately demanding Dora because we're like on the plane again. So she knows that's where she can have Dora. We talked about it. And then it's just like we're also delayed and now we're in tra- We're on more terrestrial traffic. So we don't even take off until like 11, like maybe a little bit after 11. She's watched Dora that entire time. And it sort of hits me of just being like, it's 11. Like, and she's just staring at the screen. Like she sometimes <laughs> yawns. But I keep, I keep trying to kind of like, pull her over to rest her head on me or something to get her reclined but then she's just mad she's having a harder time watching tv and i'm like realizing <laughs> like okay we're gonna have to like turn this off yeah so once we like finally take off um we turn it off and she does lose it for a brief moment before just like 
absolutely passing out because she's so tired and then she wants she doesn't want to be held she wants to lie down on the seat so then mm-hmm. she's is also just her feet are in my seat so i'm also just <laughs> extremely cramped of this is like more reasons why i'm not sleeping on this plane is because i'm like <laughs> keeping a hand on sylvia and like I, we sort of like buffered her with um uh rolled up sweatshirts to kind of like make sure she didn't roll off the seat but i'm also like keeping a hand on her to keep her asleep and then i'm just like watching this movie like cramped in my seat she's just like kicking me the whole time um sylvia watching dora 10 out of 10 dora the explorer in general 10 out of 10 me not sleeping almost at all in this flight except for maybe in little like 10 minute segments um was a two that was okay that's pretty good wait i have a sylvia review too i want to rate sylvia's ability to spin in a circle in order to entertain herself and others (laughs) that is a 10 out of 10 i definitely (laughs) enjoyed every time that that happened yeah she does love to do it it's it's baby drugs baby drugs is the spinning (laughs) circles and i have another review which is i tried to watch season two of the bear this morning Ooh, but i'm sorry to say my add one or whatever it is Uh-oh. that I have, and unfortunately, I did find it boring and I had to stop. Uh oh, so it's not <laughs> as good as the last season, maybe it probably is. I'm only one episode in, but okay. um, I was gonna ask how many you tried to get through. Okay, what immediately I started the second, I started the second episode and I had to pause it and open TikTok and just watch TikTok for the next like two hours. <laughs> okay, that's bad, that's bad, and I don't know if <laughs> it's that's bad for bad. my brain. I was gonna say, is this a is this bad as in a sign of your mental health in this time, or is this bad <laughs> a sign of this show not being very good? I don't know. I think it's a combination of things. <laughs> yeah, probably a combo. God, yeah, that's uh, that's disappointing. That's disappointing because I I did though like I was actually kind of irritated when I found out that the show was going to have a second season because I'm like, where yeah. is it even going from here? Yeah. Um, and I'm basically. That's my question. I'm I'm interested. Like I'll definitely watch it, and I'm just like, yeah, I just need. I need the show. I need the people to be shitty. I need the people to be shitty. I need shitty things to happen because I feel like that's very important for reality. <laughs> um, so I'll definitely be watching it. But now I'll be watching it with a little bit of sadness, knowing that it's probably not as good. No, it's probably good. And I just couldn't handle it. I mean, it's also like, you know, my first unstructured day of summer break. Mm. And so I had to do many things. I had to make guacamole and have mm. the leftovers that Stephen lovingly prepared. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I had to rate um, our rice and beans. Rate the rice and beans. Oh fuck, dude! The rice and beans are a ten <laughs> out of ten. I fucking love them so much. There's like no rice left. Like, remember how you were like, "Oh, yeah. this is a shit ton of rice." Yeah, I'm so glad. I'm so, so glad. Good. And we love the salsa, Adrian. I both love the salsa. And anyway, that's just been a great breakfast. And the having that for breakfast mm. is perfect. Yeah, dude. I mean, you know that we eat rice and beans constantly. And one of my, like, so we eat rice and beans all day, every day for dinner, basically over here. And then I love also having it for breakfast. And I'm like, I put a fried egg on it. And now it's become a completely new meal and is breakfast now. It's so good. That is great. That is more work than I am willing to put Yeah. In, yeah. That's good. Also, I don't know. I'm having a weird thing with eggs. Tell me about that. <laughs> Well, I've had quiche, and that's been great. For some reason, like, thinking about a fried egg, I'm like, that's disgusting. But also, I'm, like, technically not supposed to have runny eggs. Mm. 
right yeah. now so it'd probably have to be a hard egg and it's like nobody wants that yeah I definitely I think when I was pregnant stuck to scrambled eggs I became really into like a very like where you cook them over super low heat so they're super soft curds like a very soft oh yeah I've done that scrambled egg yeah but that was definitely like an only on the weekend thing because who has time for that in the morning before work although you're on summer break now I don't know I have time for things, but I also have the morning sickness still where I'm like, right. I need to eat immediately upon waking or I'll feel sick. Yeah. 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 So that's, it's got to be leftovers. It's got yeah. to be leftovers. That is the ideal breakfast. All my life, I have believed this to be true. The ideal breakfast is leftover dinner. Exactly. And then mm-hmm. I made a baking adventure. I did a family recipe of graham cracker cream pudding. Delicious. Mm. Made that while listening to Los Culturistas, the uh, Culture Awards winners. Oh, I gotta fun. listen to that. Very fun. Wait, there was a category that was really funny to me, but now I can't remember what it was. Anyway, they're great. They're I haven't great. listened to them in a long time. Oh. I was like <laughs> listening to them constantly for a while. And then I just haven't really been listening to podcasts for the last couple months. Okay, wait, I thought of what it was that I loved. Okay. <laughs> they're so good, dude. One of the I forget the exact category, but I think it was like most shocking moment or something. Mm-hmm. And the winner was spoiler alert for one category, but the winner was in Hereditary. Little diva get her head cut off. <laughs> <laughs> or it was like it was like winner is Hereditary. Little diva head cut off. <laughs> I don't know. It was really fucking funny. And I did watch Hereditary, so I found that very funny. Dude, I keep wanting to see it, but I'm too scared. I'm too scared. Yeah, I had to do that thing where I'm, like, half watching it and like on, like, a laptop, not, like, a full-size yeah. TV. Because I've heard – because, like, I've both heard that it's an incredible movie and also that it's just, like, really genuinely terrifying. Yeah, super creepy. I also did that thing where I read the full summary Wikipedia yeah. page beforehand, so I knew exactly what was going to happen. No, I think that's what I would have to do. Okay, rate – rate it as a movie also rate it on its scariness scale i feel like as a movie seven Mm. um scariness scale probably a nine Mm. and the phrase little diva had come off (laughs) (laughs) Uh, they are really good i love (laughs) i love flowing yang and matt rogers i forgot his name i was gonna call him matt bowen i'm like wait nope (laughs) what am i saying (laughs) <laughs> um they're great. Oh, they're great they're great i should definitely listen to that make some time for that on some road trips i don't know um okay we're moving backwards in time okay. so i took us on a flight we took us to the pop culture palace you took us to graham cracker <laughs> crust pudding world and <laughs> rice and beans world what were we doing before that Taking the subway, dude. I want to be taking the subway as someone who <laughs> is not a public transporter, really, because I just drive my car everywhere like a bitch. Yeah. Oh. Um, dude, the subway's fucking awesome. The it subway is, is a okay. ten out of ten. I feel I a love pride. That. I feel a sense of pride that, that the subway was working so well. Dude, and the thing longer. the thing that you reviewed on the podcast about how you can just set up your phone so that you can not need a metro card and ride the subway like i'm just like this is so fucking easy this is so easy why is there not a subway here why doesn't bart go to more places why is there not better and faster public transportation all over the bay area it's so frustrating yeah i mean yeah i love the subway 
I love that you experienced it and liked it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because we ended up, when we flew in, we decided, since we were flying in at, like, when did we get in? Like, one in the morning? A little before that, like, 12, yeah. 12, 15, I think we got in to JFK, and we decided we would taxi. Oh, yeah, this is, I feel like, a relevant review to uh, people with children, which is that in a taxi, you don't have to use a car seat, <laughs> is the thing we learned. We really didn't want to travel with a car seat because I didn't want to get a smaller one. I didn't want to have to bring my big Hulkin car seat with us. Um, we knew we would be taking the subway around with you the whole time and doing public transportation. But we also didn't really want to be on the subway for an hour and a half trying to figure that out by ourselves um, when we first got in. So we decided to take a taxi after we got into JFK. Mm-hmm. Um, it was expensive. Yeah. Steve and I did also. I thought this was this was so fucking funny. Of just like there's a sign that says taxis, and then I'm just like, where the fuck do I stand? Because it seems like people are maybe <laughs> in lines, but then it was also confusing because people are also waiting for Ubers in that area. Yeah. So there was like a crowd of people, and we're like, is this a line? This isn't a line. Do we go here? And then some guy working there is just like, just what are you talking? Like, because Stephen was like, is there like a line for taxis? Like, what are you talking about? Just go stand there somewhere. And then someone else in a taxi somewhere else is like, no, you can come here. And Steven was like, are we supposed to go there? He's like, just get in my taxi. It was like very, <laughs> it was very funny of just like Steven and I both being like, not, uh, not savvy at all. <laughs> but it was like, like a yellow cab. Oh yeah. Yeah. And okay, just being nice, like, nice. it was, yeah, it was all just like normal and obvious and fine. But of just like the, like. It just it just was very funny of us just being like tired and I just feel like bumbling our way into this taxi of just like not knowing what the fuck we're doing and just people around us just being like just like fucking do the thing just do the thing we're just like I don't know what the thing is um, <laughs> and we just Sylvia didn't sleep I think at all on our plane ride to New York City she mm-hmm. like because basically like, we got in yeah I think it was like 1215 I think it was like 1240 yeah but yeah, it was something like that. It was between midnight. I think it was probably twelve forty by the time we got in the taxi. Okay, uh, I actually remember this very clearly because you texted okay. me like one fifteen and was like, "I just got in a cab." Oh, all right. Well, yeah. yeah. Fact checked. Fact checked. Fact checked. To you, you recall this well. Um, I have no memory of anything. Whatever. Sylvia didn't fucking sleep in the plane. Like maybe at the very end she fell asleep. I don't think so. Um. But so then that meant she was super tired. So it would have been like 10 our time, um, 10 or 11. Um, and so as soon as we got on the taxi, basically Steven just put her in his lap and buckled his seatbelt around the two of them, obviously making the shoulder belt, um, not on her so it wouldn't strangle her if we Mm -hmm. did get in a car accident and just held on to her. And she just kind of slumped over and passed right out in the seat. So cute. Um, very cute. We were fine. We survived it. But that we definitely like one for expense reasons and also and being more comfortable with the subway and also it being safer for traveling with a baby. We wanted to take the subway to the airport on our way back. And it was uh totally fine. And also we checked how much like in a car it would have also taken like an hour and a half at the time that we were trying to get to the to the airport. So even if we had done a taxi, it would have been more money. And the same amount of time. Dude, and I'd like to rate your parenting a 10 out of 10. Aww. And I would like to share 
with the listeners that I just loved when like Stephen was carrying Sylvia and we're just like walking around Manhattan and still Sylvia also insisted on holding your hand so it was just like you guys were just being so cute I don't know what that was about that was like that is not normal she doesn't generally demand that but that was really cute so cute that was extremely cute yeah we use the soft carrier everywhere I can definitely okay because, you know, I was against bringing a stroller. I don't regret not bringing a stroller because I did not want to have a single other fucking piece of thing that I had to carry around. Yeah. But something that also a little airport info for people, which is just like, I'm pretty sure you can either check strollers or put them on the airplane for free. Um, mm-hmm. And also when you're traveling as a family, they like just open up a faster security lane for you. Like you, like we got grouped in with people like in wheelchairs, um, because it's just like they know when you're packing that baby that everything sucks and everything takes forever, and they don't want you holding up the normal security line. So then they just like open a little beautiful walkway for you, and it just made life so much easier. I don't know. I was like stressed so out about nice. going through security with Sylvia because I do always get super like in a rush and I'm just like people are pulling out things behind me. I haven't even loaded all my stuff into the tray and he got my fucking yeah. shoes off. And mm-hmm. then it was just like oh literally everything's chill and I'm just in a line with like people who need assistance and babies who also need a lot of assistance <laughs> and everything's extremely chill and that was like so nice. That's it great. definitely made me feel like if we did bring a stroller it would not be as inconvenient um although the soft carrier worked great for us sylvia is a mm-hmm. little chunky monkey but like not so much that the soft carrier didn't work totally fine and that um and again ergo baby those carriers really help with your back and Dude, i can't wait to get this way yeah you should definitely get the kind where you can put them front facing in it too mm-hmm uh, but that is like our biggest like we got ours secondhand and they're both great but i do like Sylvia loves to sit facing out and I feel like a lot of her complaints about being in the carrier would be significantly lessened if she could have faced outwards Mm -hmm. Um, and I've watched that with my sister's babe he loves to sit out and also Sylvia like sometimes she'll be yelling at us on a walk and yelling at us not wanting to be carried but then if you carry her where she's facing out and you just like make your arms into a little seat like you're carrying Mm -hmm. a small king um then she'll be totally fine. Like she's suddenly like extremely content and will stop yelling because just the facing outward, she wants to be in control. Um, That's my one criticism of my soft carriers. It does not have that function. So cute. So cute. Dude, also, I don't know if I already said this, but mm-hmm. literally being around Sylvia just made me so fucking excited to have a baby. Oh. Like, I was like, oh, we're going to like, we're in for trouble. Like we're going to be around a toddler. Like it's mm-hmm. going to be intense. But instead, I'm just like, she's so charming. I can't wait to have a baby. <laughs> I know. And it is like, because like that is that is true with toddlers and all stages of children, which is like they are extremely delightful as much as they are extremely challenging. Mm-hmm. Um, and part of me is just like now, because at first I was worried that it was going to be like super hard and make you worried about have like make you overly concerned about having a baby. But then mm-hmm. she was pretty chill on our trip and like very chill, very and it, and again the four adults to one baby ratio was like really solid. And especially when it's four adults on vacation, not trying to like do a bunch of shit. Wait, uh, I have reviews. I have reviews of Sylvia too. Okay, I want to review Sylvia's <laughs> reactions or like. 
when Sylvia's mad, her various <laughs> reactions. <laughs> yeah, please rate. Please describe. Her best reaction when mad is to just blink really hard at you <laughs> a few times. With sort that of a pursed, pouty lip. me up. Just the hard blink, a, f- a bunch <laughs> of blinks. And you're like, oh, you're upset. <laughs> it's so funny when she does that. And I'm like, if I laugh at you, is that like a good parenting thing of like this is not a big deal or if that is that a bad parenting thing of like i'm dismissing your emotions but it's so funny and then her other reaction of just slowly and deliberately throwing <laughs> one book at a time onto the ground yeah. was also so funny dude i don't know how you don't laugh at everything she does i mean <laughs> just, it's tough i mean and then have, yeah yeah go tell me tell me Oh, I was just going to say, I frequently do. I frequently do. But then sometimes it just encourages the bad behavior. That's true. I also liked her reaction when mad of just one short, like, rah! <laughs> yeah, if we, if we tell her no about something, she'll, like, stop and then just go, ah! Yeah. Like, to, like, almost, like, interrupt the... I don't know. It's like a strange, very like it's it's giving ape. It's giving <laughs> it's really giving monkey. I'm just like, here are my screeches of disapproval. <laughs> oh. So I would rank them in that order. Number one, the blinking. So funny, so weird. <laughs> and just silently and deliberately taking one book at a time and putting it on the ground <laughs> was also very funny uh yeah she's a hoot i will say like we can already tell like she's so wiped out from this trip she's gonna be a fucking handful today like now that she's at home and not getting like all the stimulation and all the treats in the world we gave her so many treats in new york which was so fun (laughs) i love because like you know steven and i are normally like we really try to not give her too much sugar we like try to be careful about what we're feeding her it's like she was fucking so constipated having basically rabbit turds this whole trip because all we were feeding her was whatever the fuck she wanted, which was just like mostly bread and treats and some cheese. Occasional bites of fruit that we could try and get her to eat, but she was just like knew that there were donuts so like was not accepting fruit. Yeah. Um, but that was really enjoyable to just like, she was just so into her food all the time. It was so cute. So cute. Eating her ketchup. Mm-hmm. oh god yeah i know because basically that's the thing of like because i knew she was exhausted basically the whole time it was also just like and we were going out to eat a lot because like we're not gonna not go out to eat in new york city like we have to yeah. but like lunch is coinciding with her nap time is dinner pushing it a little bit too late so i'm just letting her eat whatever she wants also because i'm like please let me eat my meal so that meant when we went to this ex- what's do you know the name of the polish place we went to oh yeah it's like karksma or something i don't know how you really pronounce it but it's like spelled like that so fucking good it was so good i loved that that was a real highlight was going there um also because steven then saw just like amon dunes walking around this like cool musician that we like that steven was extremely excited about 10 out of 10 it was a 10 out of 10 meal and yeah and sylvia basically what she ate there was i think she ate a bite of pierogi she may have eaten some of steven's chicken soup and then ate all like maybe three french fries and a small uh serving of ketchup like just like ate all the ketchup that came with the french fries and almost none of the fries and just kind of 
at some point abandoned the french fries and picked up her little cup of ketchup to just kind of sip it casually <laughs> i loved that she also tasted my cold borscht oh which right she did she not did like not, she did not like i think she was like this is red this must be fruit and instead it was <laughs> absolutely not she was disturbed i love her it's little so face when she doesn't like what she's eating the way she raises yeah her lips up. she's so funny <laughs> She's such a little goof for real. Yeah, I gave her Jamba Juice when we were in the airport waiting for our airplane, and she was guzzling it. She was so happy to have Jamba Juice. Uh, I had to, she demanded more musas this morning, which is what she calls smoothies, um, <laughs> to make her a musa for breakfast. Because we made her, like, we bought, um, on our last day, we went to Bianqui, and by we went to, I mean, Emma and I opted to walk home earlier with Sylvia, and Steven ran there. Because we were tired. <laughs> um, and Sylvia was tired. So I'm like, I'm not fucking walking anywhere else. Um, Steven went there, got some pandemi, got a couple pastries. So we, I think he said how the pandemi was kind of dry when we were talking to you about it and eating yeah. it at your apartment. Um, we had leftovers of that for breakfast, which Sylvia decided even a delicious milk bread toasted covered in butter was actually garbage. And she was wanted <laughs> mousses. Um, we tried their pastries in the airport. And they were not that good. Bianca, okay, I freaking told you. I freaking I told Steven. I was like, this place is not good. I know. I know. I told him. I, told I know. Him. He had to He had to know it with his own mouth. It was he like with the, the frangipan tart. It was like an almond tart with pear on it. That was pretty good. It was nothing like mind blowing, though. It was just like, okay, this is like good. I would be very happy with this. And then we got like some sort of grapefruit croissant thing. Um, and an almond croissant. And it was just like the croissants were just like too bready. I hate too that. bready. Not also, bready. I realized we didn't go to Dominique Ansel just now. And now I know. Fuck. There, I mean, there's truly just like there were too many places to go. Yeah. And also like I feel like again, I don't know. I think next time if we were to come again, like I feel like Steve and I are fully ready to like we need to do this again. Like yeah. when? We don't know. But someday yeah. we'll come again. And have a little more of a game plan. So I think we were also just like so much in what is it going to be like to be in a little apartment with our toddler visiting mm-hmm. you guys. What is it going to be like flying with her, taking the subway with her? It was kind of too much to like plan super hard. Yeah. Um, And then like also figuring out like what we could accomplish day to day. But, yeah, because there's just, like, a million places that we need to be, that we need to be eating at and trying. Yeah, so I would say Bianca to me was, like, a 7. I would say compared to the hype, it was, like, a 4 out of 10. But the reality is that it was, like, everything tasted good. It just wasn't what I wanted, and it was more like a 7. Like, it wasn't, it definitely wasn't bad. But it was just, like, for the hype that it has and how much I've heard about it, it was, like, a 4. The disappointment was real. I'm like impressed that you guys have heard about it out there because to me I'm like this is a chain around New York City like there's like several locations I'm like this place mm. sucks I think they wrote a cookbook which we've oh, seen nice. about I don't know you know we're always reading about the bacon world also you are you're very in the know I'm kind of not though but a little bit <laughs> a little bit um okay what other things can we rate what other things can we rate so I saw the dinner party at the yes. Museum rate that. in Chicago. I rate that. I rate that a... I mean, it was a 10 out of 10 to go and see it. Because I've heard yeah. about the dinner party forever. For those that don't know, um, Google Judy Chicago the dinner party. And I'm not going to tell you anything about it. And you should just see it and be surprised if you haven't heard of it before. 
Um, super cool, beautiful, amazing. It's just like so different to see something like that because it's yeah. huge and life sized. Yeah, like there is, and I mean that's really true with any art piece, which is it is so different to see something in person versus to see pictures of it. And I always forget that, <laughs> like just like mm-hmm. how different it is to see things in person. So that was very cool. I definitely would like to um, investigate more sort of the choices that she made. Um, I was kind of talking to you about it there of just being like, what? Yeah, I just be in, I just am interested to know, like, why she choose chose certain design motifs, because I'm like, some of them are like, it's fine. Some of it seems a little simple. Some of it seems maybe a little stereotypical. Um, but maybe it's not, and I just don't know enough about it. Uh, and also, like, I'd like to read more of, like, her commentary on what she was doing with it. But that was super yeah. cool. Um, and I'm like, what were some other things that we should talk about? Um, we had have Omer for you to Fred. That was great. That was hella good. Love the idea of whipped cream on a little disc of meringue. I really got to got i really enjoyed getting to experience that you having described it to me because i really did not understand what the fuck you were talking about before the one covered with pralines so good that's the best one delicious that was 10 out of 10 um we went to the was it the natural history museum yeah oh yeah okay that was weird yeah we need to rate this okay what did you think so we were the reason we were excited to go was because I'd heard from you and from a different friend of mine who's, like, really into art about the new architecture wing. That, like, the pictures yeah. looked so cool. So what was your experience when we yeah. saw that in person? I was super, super stoked to see this new wing because I'd read about it in the Times. It looked beautiful, looked so unique, blah, blah, blah. My experience with Natural History Museum is I've gone a million times for field trips. Every time I'm like, this stuff is so old and fake. Like, what's the deal? <laughs> Why is this a museum? <laughs> We're not really looking at anything except for a few, like, cadavers or whatever they're called. Mm-hmm. Um, very strange. So I was excited for this update. And then we're in the new wing. And because we I, – I didn't really need to, like, pay to see, like, every single thing in the new wing. Like, the butterflies <laughs> and shit. So yeah. all we could fucking see was ants. There was a whole, like, insectarium mm-hmm. or something. Mm-hmm. And the only live insects there – we're fucking ants. <laughs> I was like, how could they not get more insects for this? Yeah. Yeah, that was weird. It was weird. I'm like, you couldn't have, like, I guess, I mean, you can't really do that with bees, but I'm like, you gotta, like, you could have, have bees. Something. You could have yeah. beetles. You could have something. Something. I will say, though, that Sylvia's favorite part of that museum was looking at the ants, and she wanted us to just stare at those ants moving around forever. That's They're, cute. like, That's carrying leaves cute. around. She was like, I tried to take her to, like, see other stuff. She really liked when we could, like, smash some buttons to hear bug sounds <laughs> but she did just kept asking to see the bugs she wanted to go back to the bugs and just so watch cute. the ants marginal line but yeah okay so i want you to rate our experience not having wanted to just like pay hella extra to see every little thing yeah i give it like a six i don't know i was like... thinking six i was thinking five yeah. or six which is just like i don't why am i why am i here it's okay. like just for the nostalgia, I guess. It's not really... Yeah. yeah. So yeah. something else, speaking of nostalgia and old-timey, um, old-timey things that museums do and science does, which is like, so we have it's, we have a bunch of uh, dioramas of animals 
mammals, ocean life, a bunch of taxidermied animals. We got insect displays. And then we also are just like, what if we also do a little diorama about Native Americans? What if we do a diorama Mm. about Africans? What if we do a diorama about like ancient Asian people? Like I, we didn't go through all the sections. Yeah, we didn't see everything. I will say like the coolest part of the museum was basically like, they're clearly like trying i'm interested in like when this shift made when was this installation put in they're trying to update their shit so like they basically were like we have all of this north coast native american art like from like you know like canada all the way like through like northern california um Mm -hmm. we have all this really cool art before we kind of had it in like shitty displays but like actually it's really cool art and we're gonna have a bunch of cool plaques about what this stuff's about it was a very cool display of art Mm -hmm. um there was, like, my favorite thing that I saw was probably just, like, I mean, when they have big sections of, like, totem poles, mm-hmm. they had, and then, but they had, like, this giant carved bowl that was, like, a big mouth. Um, it was huge. And then a huge serving, wooden serving spoon that was beautifully carved. And it was, like, a feast bowl and a feast spoon. I just, like, loved that. Also, just, like, really cool, like, armor that was like leather armor but then had been sewn in with um i think steve i think i feel like they were like coins from china because of how the trade is gone like that was super interesting so that was all really cool and they do address in like their informational stuff about how like it was sort of inappropriately displayed before and they're trying to sort of like make a better make things better now and then they had a big diorama of like pilgrims meeting is it lenape people um Mm -hmm. and like they had like basically had their old diorama and then it was just like and they had some commentary on it being like see how the native people are in really stereotypical dress which they would not have been wearing at this time of year and doesn't really make any sense whereas the pilgrims are all like very time and like weather appropriate clothing and like a lot of attention was given to doing them accurately and notice we didn't do that with the native people and like we're leaving this up so that we can comment on it blah 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 but it's all in this like tiny font over just the big fucking racist diorama. And I'm just like, how many people are just walking past this being like, yep, Indians, that's what they look like, and like not reading all their fine print on this? Because I'm like, most kids are not yeah. coming and reading all of the signs. And I'm just like, I don't actually think, and I'm like, I just like, where's, you can't just only do indigenous people, Africans, and Asians along with all your animals like the whole structure of the museum like you have a lot more to address than you can just do in having one just like very cool exhibit and gallery of like north coast art um like you can't make up for this that and like some like captions that explain how you guys have done wrongs in the past like you're still doing wrongs like at least like either you need to take all that like human stuff out and fucking put it in the Met where for some reason Steve and I were trying, we went to the Met too. We wanted to go see like some indigenous shit. They had they were supposedly had stuff on like Mesoamerican stuff. They also were supposed to have some cool Native American art. Both those wings were under construction and closed. So hugely disappointing. We're just like, put all this fucking cool North Coast art there and like just take all this shit out. Or like at least have some fucking racist dioramas of Europeans too. Like let's just well, like just add that in. To be fair, we didn't go and see any of those rooms where there were supposed to be people in them. So, like, I wonder if it was, like, bad or not. Because I can't imagine they would just – I don't know. I can't imagine how they would do it because that's 
so stupid. As it, it's hard for me to imagine. Like it's hard for me to imagine that they could do it in a way that wasn't yeah. bad when yeah. it's like again, like like because yeah. I feel like even if they updated it to make them like accurate and not racist and be like this is the beginning, these are like the origins of humanity. The fact that we're only doing Indigenous Americans, Africans, and Asians is a huge problem. Like it's just like and that we're like putting this in the museum with like again like all the animals um very strange very strange it's not it's not great it's not great um but again north coast gallery exhibit that was 10 of 10 super cool um the natural science i keep calling it like not remembering what the name of this museum it's like is and a long tile it's like the american museum of natural history yes like yes that. thank you the overall experience of that and um was yeah probably like a six or a seven because yeah, it is just yeah. like I would want to just go to an aquarium. Exactly, it's so much less exciting <laughs> than just seeing animals <laughs> who are alive. Yes, um, we have yeah. a million more things we could talk about, but we're coming to yeah. The Let's end close time it. Here. Let's close it. We'll have to like keep referencing back to this to this um, like incredible incredible bonding. Time yeah, it was just so fun to spend like five days together also because like we yeah. got to do that sort of at, um <clears throat> our friend's wedding last summer yeah. um but that was also <laughs> pretty limited and we were doing all the wedding stuff too and I'm just like how do we do this every year where we spend exactly. at least like four or five days like I would say like five days to a week together yes. so- and you'll have a tiny babe oh my gosh I cannot wait to have a tiny babe very excited for that what was I gonna say? I don't know. I don't and I want to hang out with Sylvia more. I feel like it's just so cool to like, get to know her more, and she's like has so much of more of a personality than when I last saw uh-huh. her. Oh, it's yeah. just exciting. She's got a lot of opinions, a lot of things <laughs> to say. She's nuts. Um. Anyways, what? I forgot what I was what? gonna tell you. I hope oh. you enjoy. Oh yeah, go ahead. I just want to update the listener that it's 2.41 p.m. I am still in my pajamas. And so I'm having a successful first day of true summer break. Oh, it's a beautiful thing. I'm so glad I'm not at work today. I like briefly considered scheduling to go, even knowing that my flight was coming in super late, scheduling to go into work on Thursday Mm -hmm. today. And that would have been absolute hell. And I'm excited to basically nap through the afternoon before I have to go back to work tomorrow. And then I only have a two day work week before I have my weekend. Yeah. Damn. Fuck working. I'm glad you're on vacation. Getting to rest your bones. Yeah, man, I need to rest. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but i also need to be busy. doing prenatal activities and meeting other pregnant women pregnant women hit me up mm-hmm, mm-hmm. pregnant people let's get together yeah yeah dude join a join a facebook group <laughs> i don't know i don't know i'm like how do i yeah i'm like i don't do really I? know where people gather you can always um what's that app peanut <laughs> You heard of that? I don't know. I feel like I have heard of this. It's like to make mom friends. I'm assuming you oh. can also do it like prenatally. That's really um, cute. I didn't know it was that. I think that's what it is. It's like, yeah, it's like Tinder for moms to become friends. My friend has used it. Seems crazy. That's really cute. Yeah. Um, it also sucks to be home alone because I have to do all my own dishes. 
No. What if you just left them in a big stack? <laughs> that could be a fun surprise for Adrian when he comes home from work. I'm sure he'd love it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Have a really lovely rest of your day doing you nothing. Um, and your beginning of your like, yeah, like truly free spring break. Yeah. You're all perfect tens. Listeners, get at us. Tell us what you think about museums. Tell us what you think about Bianchi. Tell yeah. us what you think about anything. Fran and Emma at gmail.com. Wait, is, is it Fran and Emma pod? Yes. Okay, sweet. I'm really <laughs> tired. All right, Fran and Emma pod at gmail.com. The review crew pod on Instagram. Leave us a review. Respond to our Spotify things. All right. You know. We'll see you. Yeah, you're all perfect. Time. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Bye, Franny.